I think this morning my my goal is to encourage and promote into each of you a call that I feel that God has placed on us. Where you walk in that, where I walk in it, will, of course, be determined by uh, many things. One, that what God has, what God is doing in your life. In in each area, there will be times when you will need to proclaim the voice of God or the Word of God as you hear it. As you are listening, as you are perceiving Him. And so, in your day, there will be these times when you need to proclaim life, joy, peace. Boy, do we need peace in the lives of people. In the lie in our lives, the days are stressful, to say the least. And then it's not just our day; it's the day of everyone that's setting in our range of voice that has an earshot to what we are saying. And we have a voice in that. I've, I've been kind of indicating and saying, outright saying, the importance that I feel that is in the Proverbs and reading the Proverbs. Again, I'm going to say, I'm going to repeat some things. 31 Proverbs. 31 days. All kinds of instruction for your day. For every day. All kinds of instruction that not only will govern you, but that will encourage and strengthen those around you. You are the voice of God in your situation. You are the voice of God in the day that you are walking in. Sometimes we don't want to hear that. We've had all kinds of stuff going on in our life and some of that stuff is not very good. And we don't want to hear that. But I don't see it as a heavy weight. I see it as a good thing. Because He loves you enough to say, I want you to speak. He loves you enough to say, I want to come through you. Me, oh God, you want to come through me? But did you not see what happened? Did you not hear what I said? 
Did you not see the, the examples that I have been living? Boy, sometimes I just, I just live it so flat right out in people's face. It's just, it's just not real godly. But God has said, He has chosen us as a royal priesthood and a holy nation. He has chosen us. He chose me. Oh God, you chose me. You chose me. And He's chosen you. You're a light not set under a bushel. You're a light not down in a deep hole. You're a light that is set on a hill. You're a light that is put out to shine. You are. And He has equipped you and empowered you to walk as that light. I hope and pray that through the days that we walk together, that we will encourage each other to be that strong light. That we will strengthen one another. That we will be that iron that sharpens iron. Sometimes we look at, at, at that as a grinding thing. But you know, it's a smoothing thing. It, it, it makes things neat and clean. Takes away the pits. Takes away the gaps. And smooths things up so that there is a good surface. And that's what we're looking at. That's what we're believing. And that's what I speak in your life. Your life. I speak that, that God is taking His Spirit, that He is moving over you and speaking over you. And the dross, as hurtful sometimes and as hard as it, you know, it would seem that we would love to be in the shower of God's great mercy because it would wash off all the impurities. But sometimes we're just like that little kid that's just screaming we don't want to be thrown in the shower. We don't want to be thrown in there. Yet, God is cleansing and empowering. So take the Proverbs. To know wisdom and instruction, to perceive the words of understanding, and to receive this instruction of wisdom, justice, judgment, and equity, to give prudence to the simple, to the young man knowledge and discretion. A wise man will hear and increase in learning. A man of understanding will attain wise counsel. You are a person of understanding. You are. 
Don't let the devil tell you that you're all crossed up, messed up, and, and, and just cast out to be nothing. You're a person of understanding. You've been plugged into the King of kings and the Lord of lords. And this is a day that if you don't know that person, you can come to know them. You can come to know Him. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. He will guide you and give you the wisdom and the understanding that you need to follow after Him and to seek His ways. We've heard a couple of words already this morning. Good words. One of the things that I wanted to ask today, and be patient before you answer the question, I wanted to say, are you a prophet? Are you a prophet? Don't say no too fast. Don't run from the place too quick. God has looked upon us, and of all people, He's called us. God has looked at you, knowing your past, but praise God, knowing your future. And He's called you. You say, I've not walked like I should. But you're the very person that He died for on Calvary. You're the very person that He laid out a plan for. You are the person that He wants. You are the person that Jesus bled and died for on the cross. To be able to say, That you can do not only these works that have been done, but greater works than these. Yes, you and I. We may not know whether we are prophets or not. We may run from it, as most of the time we do run from whatever God's calling. Some of us hear words, doesn't necessarily mean we're a prophet, but we hear words. But if you have named the name of Jesus Christ, and if the Spirit of God dwells in you, you do have the spirit of prophecy. The Scripture says that the, that the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. What a day to live in with the testimony of Jesus. What a day to know the precious love of God. What a day to walk in and not be ashamed.
Who was it said, I regret that I only have but one life to live? You say, well, you sure don't know my life. I don't know I'd want to live it again. Well, we probably all could say that. Some of the stuff that's gone on. But God is the great Redeemer. He is the great Redeemer. He takes us. Lord, thank you. Take us. Praise the name of the Lord. Well, I have a few verses of Scripture. Let's see, and I'm not going to read them all. But uh, I guess I'm going to go to Isaiah 22:22 and bring out a thought there. Isaiah 22:22. By the way, while uh, while we're going through here, I I ask, who is a prophet? The scripture says talks about God having spoken. God having spoken, and what else can we do? What else can we do if God has spoken? What else can we do? There's a lot of voices out there today with all trying to give us direction. On where, where we should be, how we should act, how we should respond to the things going on today. But God is speaking to us, and I think that's, uh, James was talking about God speaking. And we serve a God who has things in control. Now, I want to caution you a little bit right there. Because he does have things in control. But he called us to live out what he's got in control. He called us to talk about what he's got in control. And he called us to proclaim what he's got in control. He called us to be an example of what he's got in control. And the things that he's got in control according to all the scriptures and the things that he is opening and exposing according to time and, and what, what era we're in, what epoch we're in, what, is, what has lined up according to His control, what He has in control. 
we shouldn't give place to ignorance and then just say, oh, but he's just got it in control. God doesn't want us to be ignorant. He said that we shouldn't be like the people of this world that are caught by the thief in the night that don't know what is going to take place, but that we should know and follow His Word, and we would not be ignorant of such times. <coughs> so where are you? Can't blame anyone else, can we? The key to the house of David I will lay on his shoulders, so he shall open, and no one shall shut. And he shall shut, and no one shall open. We serve a God that has opened doors and closed doors, but they are not things that we are not to be aware of. They are things that we are to know. And to walk in so that we can speak in the day, in the hour, in the moment, and it will change people's lives. It'll change thoughts. It'll change moods. It'll change attitudes. It will expose things. And in love, it will cover things. Because in love, we are to cover things. In justice, we are to reveal things. Because the justice of God is revealed the most important time on the cross of Calvary. Because Jesus could not, God the Father could not be easy on sin. He had to condemn sin at, to its utmost. But to offer a resurrection and a life that not should something just die, but that in the death of something, then real life could be brought forth, the life of Christ. So in the middle of the death, where we are, where we have been, where we were, wherever you are in all that, then in His resurrection we have life and we have power and we have strength to go and do and proclaim and see God's, God's grace and power take, take shape. The Scripture says that He would place on the shoulders of Him the key to the house of David, and that 
the things that he closed up, the things that he says he shall open and no one shall shut, and he shall shut and no one shall open. So we're not there to be contrary to what God is saying. So one of the things of a prophet is that we're not going to be contrary to what God's saying, but that we are going to be committed to what God's saying. We're going to be complete in what God's saying. We're going to follow after what God is saying. And so when we open our mouth, we will open our mouth to say things that are powerful to the revealing of the soul, raising up that that soul from that dead spot to a life-giving spot. So, if that's the way we are, then when we see all these political things going on, we won't be totally bothered by them. Because our connection is with Him and not in the middle of this, this political stuff. So with Him, we speak the things that are holy and righteous and good, the things that are separate from the things of this world. We have to speak life into them. So who are we? Are we prophets? Who are you? Are you a prophet? In Psalm 24, verse 6, says, This is Jacob, the generation of those who seek him, who seek your face. Verse 7, Lift up your heads, O ye gates, and be lifted up, you everlasting doors, and the King of glory shall come in. Who is this King of glory? The Lord strong and mighty. The Lord mighty in battle. Lift up your heads, O ye gates, and uh, lift, lift up you everlasting doors, and the King of glory shall come in. Who is the King of glory? The Lord of hosts. He is the King of glory. So the question that I ask about prophets, who are you? Are you a prophet? Are you a prophet? The scripture here in this in this talks about the doors that are open and the gates that are there. In Proverbs, he talks about wisdom being at the gates and and proclaiming the word at the in the doors and in the gates. A prophet is someone who is eagerly seeking the Lord. He says, those who seek Him and those who uh, seek the face of God. We're interested, we, you know, we're interested in what He's saying and what He's doing. You're interested? You're here. You're interested. And I pray that interest is stirred up. Lift up your heads, O you gates, 
You're a gate where the power of God is going to be manifested. And, and as Jacob saw on the ladder where the angels were coming and going, they were coming and going, the Word of God is going to come and go to you. It's going to come down to you and it's going to come up. It's going to, you're going to, you're going to enter into the bright things of God. You're going to see the things of God and then the things of God are going to come into your heart. They're going, to, they're going to come down and speak to you. As you walk through your day, as you go about your day, you're going to hear the voice of God. It's going to come down to you and it's going to speak to your heart. And you're going, to, you're going to hear what He's saying and you're going to be able to speak to those around you. Because there's people sitting around, don't, they've lost their way. They don't know where they're going. They don't know what they're doing. But God's going to speak to you and He's going to bring things back and forth. This is a day when we need to be strong. The Lord is mighty in battle. We don't fight against flesh and blood, but against power and principalities and things of the air. We fight against those hosts, those... It says... Those that host spiritual wickedness. There's hosts. Now, there's two words, there's two meanings here to the word host. One is a meaning of a mass group, and the other is is a meaning of someone that, that hosts someone else. I'm a host to those that come to my house. They are my host. They are my guests. They come. Both things can be seen in this verse. There are masses of evil spirits that are running rapid, and yet there are those that host those evil spirits. They entertain them. They bring them in. And we see... All kinds of these things happening. Now, I want to draw a difference here. We're not against people. We're against spiritual wickedness. Spiritual wickedness. The Scripture says here that, Who is this King of glory? The Lord strong and mighty. We have to have established. Are you a prophet? Do you have a spirit of prophecy? Some things you have to, you have to anchor in your heart. You need, you need Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, and then you have to anchor some things that, about that, as you study and as you learn, as you grow in Christ, you will anchor in your heart and mind. Who He is, who you are. Who are you serving? Are we promoting political agendas? Or are we serving the One who is King of glory, strong and mighty? Mighty in battle. If we get our foot entangled in political agendas or agendas of this world, agenda agendas of of lost 
this lost world, if we get our foot entangled in that, then we have compromised the power and the glory that God is trying to reveal in every single one of us because we are the children of God. We are sons of God. We are daughters of God. We have the word of life and death. We have in our being the thing that speaks life into someone's desperate need. That's who you are. We just sung about who He is and who I am. That's who we are. So, the King of glory shall come in. Lift up your heads. Open the door, you that know Christ. The door is supposed to be open, but we tend to throw a lot of roadblocks in there. We tend to throw a lot of things, garbage, in the way. And it's hard for the things of God to just come and go in our life and be vibrant and to be real. But he says, open up the doors that the King of glory shall come in. Who is this King of glory? The Lord strong and mighty, the Lord mighty in battle. Lift up your heads, O ye gates. Lift up. Lift up, you everlasting doors. And the King of glory shall come in. So, my prayer to you today, and for you today, is that you don't get entangled in the ways of the world. Now, we, we live in a, in a great nation, and I am, I am firmly... A believer, I am firmly a believer in participating because we have a wonderful right. In our country, we have a wonderful right to vote, to go and do, to be a part. You know, we have a wonderful right. We have the First Amendment. You know, to, we can speak. And, and, you know, we should, even if uh, our friends, I, I've got family members that believe totally opposite of what I do. But, you know, they've got a right to say those things. And, and, and I have a right to say things to them. And we do. And, and, as, and when I show that, the, that I am not mean, it, it throws water on that fire. And we're able to enjoy one another. And we still get a little upset once in a while. You know, but we, we, can, we can converse. And we can do things. And it helps me to know, it helps me to know that my God is the one that opens doors. and Nobody's going to shut it. That my God is the one that closes doors and nobody's going to open them. And in Matthew 16, what, 17? Something like that. 
Matthew 16, 17, it, it talks about the same thing. In uh, Revelation 3, about 7 or somewhere along in there, it talks about the same thing. It's one of those truths that is from the beginning. He says, I'm God. I'm God. I created heaven and earth. This is one of the things about the I am that does not change. It didn't change from the beginning to when Christ was here to when He's coming back. It's not going to change. He says, He says, I'll open the door. There's doors that I have opened. And I love the The verse that talks about how that the things he's uh, that are hid are God's, and the things that He reveals are ours, and that we're to walk in. And He is revealing things to His prophets, to His people. He's revealing things, and so He's revealing things today. And I think the thing that He's revealing the most today is that here we are a church. We have, we have the most awesome power that is so loving and so passionate and so kind and so good. We have that. We need to say that regularly to to. To this, we need to proclaim it regularly to this, so that as we walk about every day, we are controlled by that, that love, that power, that goodness, that greatness. We're controlled by that, which is His awesome power. To change and mold and make life. I believe that there's going to be a great uh, revival, you might say. <clears throat> might not happen in Macon County. Might happen in Jackson County. Those in Macon County will holler and scream and say, it didn't happen. Those in Jackson County will shout and jump for joy. God's done what He said He would do. It's, it's easy to get twisted up. I believe God's going to do this. And I believe God will do it in all of our hearts if we open the gates, the everlasting doors, and we let the King of Glory come in and, and walk the corridors of our heart and our minds and dispel the things that are unholy and ungodly and let the things that are godly come forth, come out. Don't get caught up in the agenda of the stuff of this world. 
You want to wear a flag? Let it be the flag that Jesus flies. Let it be the flag that says, I am His and He is mine. Let it be the flag that, that says, I, I wish I had more than one life to give. Let it be the one that submits to Christ. I guess my whole word in today is, is really love Jesus, love one another. We've been saying love one another for a long time now. It seems that every time we, as people, adopt some statement, we will be tested to its limit. To max out, you will you be tested? Believe it. Walk in it. Well, boy, sometimes I don't. But I'm thankful that He loves me so much. He chose me. He He chose me. He chose you. And there are people out there today that don't know Christ as their Savior. They're dying. Dying. They're going to hell. They don't know Jesus. So, I say, open up the doors. Open up the gates. You are an everlasting door. Why? Well, when you become one of those whosoever's, And you become one of those whosoevers. The King of Glory comes in. Father, in Jesus' name, we thank you for your great kindness, your great love. We thank you, God, that you empower us, and we we are not weak. We are mighty. Through you, to the pulling down of strongholds. And Lord, we refuse to be a host to unholy things. I want to encourage you today as you pray. Throw away those evil things. Don't host the things of this world. You're an instrument of God. The things that God is placing in you, hey, we can't set, we can't set a, a God on the same mantle. We, we can't 
we can't host in our house an idol because they won't set together. God won't share His glory. He won't share it. It won't work out. It will not work out. If you are hosting anything that is ungodly, if you're allowing things that are unholy in your life, it's not going to work out. Today is a day when you when we all need to need to look at our our life. And if there's something unholy in there, purge it out. Let Jesus let Jesus just just wash it right out. Let him cleanse it right out. Right now. Father, I just thank you that you're going to take every evil thing right out, right now. Purge it out. Nothing dark, nothing demonic, nothing that is, that is outside of you has a right to stand in the same room with you. Has no right to be there. Now, we get aggressive and we pray for somebody that's sick. We pray for healing. We get aggressive and we pray for somebody that, that is in despair. That they, they can have peace and joy. We need to get aggressive and pray against all other sorts of ungodliness that's in our lives. When we get rid of that stuff, we won't have to worry about our country. But I'm going to say this. You don't go vote. You don't have nothing to stand on. And having this right here in your heart and putting it there regularly will give you something to stand on. You can walk in His presence and He will cause the things that we put our hand to, to prosper and be good. Because it relates with this. Father, thank you for your kindness and your goodness and your love. And I pray, Lord, that we will know that you're not trying to You went out of your way to save us, not destroy us. Save us. Thank you, Lord, for good results. 
Thank you, Lord, that everlasting doors are open in all our hearts and all our minds. Thank you, Lord God, that we look to you, the author and finisher of our faith. Thank you, Lord. We give you praise in Jesus' name. Everybody said, Amen. Don't forget, love one another. Amen. God bless you. Anyone needs prayer, you please come. Be glad to pray with you or call those around you. Ask somebody to stand there with you and pray with you and just get victory and glory together and uh, let the King of Glory come in.